Ethan Oberst of Denver-based Cattlefax says cattle prices have jumped about 20% since October's lows and could rise a bit more over the next few months. We've been a little bit stronger here in the last uh, last couple uh, months, and, and it looks a bit look like it could continue here into the spring, um, both on fats and feeder cattle. Um, we'll have to see. We've had a pretty good run here so far, so we'll have to see um, what the next couple of months brings. But it looks decent for right now. Yeah, since December, how much have cattle prices improved? We've on on the fed cattle side of things, we've improved about twenty two to twenty three percent, I believe now. Since well, that would be from the October lows, to be honest with you, sir. And what were the factors that caused that jump? Well, obviously the cattle had very good value at what the the packers are paying for. Them. We we've seen exports increase here the, the last couple months as well, and you know, to be quite honest with you, they were just cheap enough where you know that there was a lot of value in them, and and the packer came to pay for them. And when you say exports, you're talking about U.S. exports. What are the key markets? Yeah, obviously the key markets for um, you know for the U.S. obviously are North America, Mexico, and, and Mexico and Canada, um, and as well as Japan are the, are the key markets. Obviously, you know Hong Kong. Uh, there's there's some uh, you know product goes that way as well. The North American cattle market is pretty much integrated. The new president, Donald Trump, has talked almost some protectionist measures. Do you expect any disruption in the cattle trade? You know, as of right now, I think it's a little too early to, to speak on that. Obviously, we, we've all heard, you know, um, you know, his take on those things. Well, I guess we'll just have to, to wait and see what, what occurs here. Uh, I think it's a little too early as of right now. What do you think is going to happen with cattle prices in the spring? The, give me an outlook for the next three months, six months. You know, the spring, I, it looks like they could stay, you know, steady it a little bit better here. Um, as we go through the summer, it does look like we'll... Um, you know, get to see a little bit lower prices on, on the Fed side of things and in the early summer on the feeder side of things. So you're not expecting these high prices to last through spring and summer? My, in the spring, yes. Uh, I should say, you know, uh, in, in the summer, we should see a little bit lower Fed cattle market. Um, and then early summer, a little bit lower on the feeder cattle side of things. Is there going to be much more of an upshot, or have we reached the peak of the market? I would say the majority of it is in. I, I do think there is potential for a little bit more to be put in here this spring, but I would would expect the majority of the, of the increase here to be put in already. And what are the factors that you think could push prices up this spring? Just, the, you know, seasonal market would suggest, you know, you, you haven't reached quite, um, from a timing perspective, haven't quite reached your, your peak yet. You know, it usually occurs a little bit later in the spring, um, you know, a little bit more demand for beef, but also, you know, it's just the you know, we'll see if, if supplies get better here and, and see what, uh, you know, fed cattle um, or, or feed yards do here to, to pull cattle forward to push them back and, and, and kind of change those supplies over the next couple of months. Ethan Oberst of Denver-based Cattlefax provides a market outlook this afternoon at the Saskatchewan Beef Industry Conference in Regina. Meantime, Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were on the rise during the past week. Provincial livestock economist Brad Marsniuk compiles a weekly cattle market update. He says improving U.S. cattle prices and a weaker Canadian dollar pushed prices upward. Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices were mixed last week. Feeder steer prices last week ranged between $3.83 lower and $5.67 per hundredweight higher. Feeder steer weight categories below 600 pounds had price increases, while feeder steer weight categories above 600 pounds had price declines. Saskatchewan feeder heifer prices were primarily higher last week and ranged from $2.83 lower to $3.50 per hundredweight higher. The only price decline was in the lightweight 3 to 400 pound weight category, while the biggest price gains were in the 5 to 600 pound feeder heifer weight category. And what were the factors behind these overall rises in price? 
Factors affecting Saskatchewan feeder cattle prices last week were a mixture of stronger U.S. cattle prices, a weaker Canadian dollar, and weaker basis levels in Saskatchewan. And what were marketings? Canfax reported 14,924 head of cattle were sold in Saskatchewan last week, and that was up from 8,153 head marketed the previous week. What happened with market-ready cattle prices? Slaughter cow prices in Alberta were overall higher last week. The price of D1, D2 slaughter cows increased 75 cents to average $98.50 per hunterweight, where the price of D3 slaughter cows increased 63 cents to average $87.13 per hunterweight. Wait, fed cattle prices in Western Canada for Alberta fed steers were reported to average $159.97 per hunterweight last week. Prices were slightly lower from the previous week, declining $0.34 cents per hunterweight. Brad Marsignuk compiles the weekly cattle market update for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. High-quality Saskatchewan wheat has been used to make award-winning whiskey northwest of Regina. Colin Schmidt is an owner of Last Mountain Distillery at Lumsden. He recently won silver medals at the Canadian Whiskey Awards held in Victoria, B.C. He credits the use of high-quality Saskatchewan grain for his award-winning product. We're very proud that we use grain from the Brewster Farm in Earl Grey. Uh, They provide us the wheat. Uh, We've been using some grain from a farm just down the road, Daryl Brandt's farm on Highway 11 for the barley and also the rye that we're using what do the grains go for? I always thought rye was used for making rye whiskey. What do you use the other grains for? Well, actually, that's that's not true. A lot of people in Canada call their whiskey rye, but most of their rye is made from corn. Our whiskey happens to be made from wheat. We're very proud of, of the fact that we're using wheat to make award-winning whiskeys, and, and we're kind of educating people along the way. How much grain do you use in a year? Oh, in a year, I more I, I could tell you more per batch. I'll let my secret out. I'll give you my recipe. We're using uh, roughly 500 kilograms of wheat. We're using 1,800 liters of water, and um, that's our secret recipe right there. And how many batches do you make in a year? Uh, when we're actually producing right now, we're going through an expansion, so we're not able to grind right now. But we're um, we're using probably two to three batches per week, just d- devoted to whiskey. And then we're also using other ingredients for um, for making our other products, such as dill pickle vodka. Uh, we do make some rums as well. So you make a wide range of products with a wide range of grains. We do. For, for me right now, our focus is whiskey, and that's kind of my my little baby, as I like to joke around. I mean, when we got into this business, that was the end game, was to make a high-quality whiskey. And I guess for the purpose of this conversation, we're mostly using Saskatchewan-grown inputs, and we're using kind of a unique grain for whiskey, which is wheat. I think it's very underutilized, and I think because of the cost. But obviously, producers want to make a quality product, but as cheap as they can, and we're more focused on the quality, and we're not so concerned about the input costs because we just want to do the best we can using locally grown products. And it sounds like it's paid off. You won silver awards. Yeah, we've been very fortunate. Again, for me, to have something that we put away three and a half years ago into a barrel hoping that it would be accepted and then to have it reviewed by experts as being some of the best whiskey in Canada is very encouraging for us as a small distillery. So is that how long you age whiskey? Three and a half years? I thought it was aged even longer at times. Well, whiskey needs to go at least three years in a barrel. After two years, you're allowed to blend almost uh, 10%. have a two-year whiskey with a source three-year, but this whiskey that won the silver is a three-and-a-half-year-old whiskey, and it's 100% Saskatchewan grain. It was milled on site, uh, distilled on site, and aged on site. You said you're in the middle of an expansion, so I take it business is doing well? Yeah, things have been going very well for us. We've been very lucky to be supported by Saskatchewan people, and we're adding 
almost almost doubling our shop size. We're adding over 4,000 square feet, which should be done um, hopefully the middle of Jan- or middle of February. Sorry. And how much is this expansion costing? It's a significant expansion. It's close to $200,000. So again, that's as as I like to say, when you're spending money locally, it's staying in the community. So the local contractors are getting some of that money back. The local hardware stores, the uh, every, everyone wins when when a small company like ours expands. Colin and Meredith Schmidt own Last Mountain Distillery at Lumsden, which uses about 120,000 pounds of wheat a year, plus other grain, to make whiskey, rum, and vodka. He's been in business for six years at Lumsden. Grain prices were showing downward movement in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola dropped 10 cents at 474.92. Oats declined 534 at 177.10. Number one red spring wheat fell seven dollars five cents at two twenty one ten. The rest were unchanged. Durham two ninety seven ninety. Feed barley one forty one fourteen. Flax five hundred three dollars fifty five cents. Yellow peas three hundred four dollars. Feed wheat one forty seven forty eight. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange, March wheat is down one and a quarter cents at five sixty three a bushel. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of January 24th. The slaughter cattle market has picked up slightly. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.88 cents to $0.98, cents, with the odd sales up to $1.03. D3 cows sold from $0.75 cents to $0.88. Cents. Good butcher bulls sold from $1.05 to $1.20. We sold close to 3,000 head here yesterday, and the prices were the highest they have been anywhere this year. Once again, Weyburn is setting the pace for everyone else to keep up to. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged two dollars and 19 cents and sold up to two dollars and 41 cents. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged two dollars and 31 cents and sold up to two dollars and 41 cents. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged two dollars and 21 cents and sold up to two dollars and 41 cents. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged two dollars and 13 cents and sold up to two dollars and 26 cents. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged two dollars and four cents and sold up to two dollars and fifteen cents. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged a dollar ninety-four and sold up to two dollars and nine cents. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged a dollar eighty-six and sold up to a dollar ninety-nine. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged a dollar seventy-five and sold up to a dollar eighty-six. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged a dollar sixty-nine and sold up to a dollar seventy-three. And good steers over 900 pounds averaged a dollar fifty-six and sold up to a dollar sixty-nine. Heifers are about twenty-five cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 500 pound grasser steers at two dollars and twenty-six cents a pound. A load of 550-pound black steers at $2.14 a pound. A load of 600-pound black steers at $2.02 a pound. A load of 650-pound black steers at $1.95 a pound. A load of 700-pound black steers at $1.84 a pound. A load of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.73 a pound. A load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.69 a pound. We also had a group of 1,000-pound exotic steers that sold for $1.64 a pound, which equals to over $1,600. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,200 hogs Monday, selling in a range of 156 to 158 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,600 heads, selling in a range of 156 to 157 per CKG.